the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Easy Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. As rescuers work on plans to get a dozen boys and their soccer coach out of a flooded network of caves in Thailand... Now, video of the boys have been trapped down there for more than 10 days. The new video shows the boys looking thin but smiling weakly as they're treated by a Thai Navy doctor for cuts on their legs and feet. The boys, wrapped in foil to keep them warm, greet the camera and say they're in good health. That's the BBC's Jonathan Head. Among plans under consideration, teaching the boys to dive. Outfitted with the proper gear, they would swim the narrow, flooded passageways to exit the cave. President Trump has now interviewed three more potential Supreme Court nominees. That brings to seven the number of candidates that Mr. Trump has talked with as he mulls a replacement for retiring Justice Anthony Kennedy. This is SRN News. For many, the 4th of July means fireworks, grilling, bonfires, and time with family and friends. While those things are a big part of our celebrations, Wellness Radio 1570 remembers the history behind today the birth of a nation, and the declaration of our independence in 1776, when we established a new free nation from the 13 original colonies. Have a safe and happy Independence Day from Wellness 1570. Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Lee Michaels here on this Independence Day. Coming up next, Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. His program title today, Freedom Is. Yes, we celebrate freedom today. We're not going to get freedom from the heat, though. Low to mid-90s for the high today. Some scattered storms and excessive heat watch in effect. Tonight could see some scattered storms, too, with a low near 70 by tomorrow. Looking at hardly cloudy and mid-80s. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service, and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first, and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396, or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. 
Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need more hair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need more hair.com. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today is a special day if you're an American. Uh, We call it July 4th, but it is called Freedom Day. It's Independence Day. And so today I thought it would be very appropriate if today on Like It Matters Radio, the topic becomes Freedom Is. Freedom is, because boy, that is a great topic for discussion, right? What is freedom? Boy, we have a lot of people, don't take away my freedom. Don't take away my freedom to to carry and bear arms. Don't take away my freedom to choose to abort a baby that's grown inside of me. Don't take away the freedom to be with my kids. Don't take away the freedom to make whatever money I want. Don't take away my freedom to marry whoever I want. Don't take away my freedom to, to do whatever I want with my body, right? We have all these things. As a matter of fact, we have all these documents that guide our government from a constitution to a declaration of independence to a bill of rights. And if you really study the bill of rights, uh, it is a list of rights that the government cannot take away from you. 
See, it's not a list of rights that were given. It's not a list of freedoms were given because we believe that our rights are inalienable. Our freedom is inalienable. In other words, our freedom comes from God, not from man. And so there's actually the Bill of Rights, which lists out those rights, those freedoms that the government cannot take away from you. It doesn't list the the rights that you're given. It's those uh, taboo ones that the government cannot remove, period. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about freedom. Freedom. It's an interesting word. We're going to break it down. And I'm going to end this show on segment four by giving you the greatest freedom that I believe there is. Freedom is such a great word. It's actually a generalization. It's a normalization. It can have different meanings to different people. Uh, Technically, a normalization is a word you cannot put in a wheelbarrow, you know, like success. You know, you can line 100 people up and ask them if they're all going to be successful, and they're going to all say yes, uh, but they will have all different definitions of what success is. For for some, success could be a um, a good marriage. For some, it could be a good job. For some, it could be a, a business. I think Charles Stanley said success is walking in the will of God. We can all agree that we want this thing called success, but what does success look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And that is very specific to each person. And I'm going to tell you, you need to have a definition of success because how will you know if you're on course or off course? The same thing with for freedom. You need to define what is this word called freedom. And we're going to be talking a lot about that, but I'd like to start with a few words of prose. Uh, first, from um, a poem by Khalil Gibran uh, called Freedom XIV. So, and an orator said, speak to us of freedom. And he answered, at the city gate and by your fireside, I have seen you prostrate, prostrate yourself and worship your own freedom. Even as slaves humble themselves before a tyrant and praise them through, he slays them. I, in the grove of the temple and in the shadow of the citadel, I have seen the freest among you wear their freedom as a yoke and a handcuff. And my heart bled within me, for you can only be free when even the desire of seeking freedom becomes a hardness to you. And when you cease to speak of freedom as a goal and a fulfillment, you shall be free indeed when your days are not without a care, nor your nights without a want and a grief. But rather when these things girdle your life, and yet you rise above them naked and unbound. And how shall you rise beyond your days and nights unless you break the change which you at the dawn of your understanding have fastened around your noon hour? In truth, that which you call freedom is the strongest of these chains, though its links glitter in the sun and dazzle the eyes. And what is it but fragments of your own self you would discard that you may become free? It is an unjust law you would abolish. That law was written with your own hand upon your own forehead. You cannot erase it by burning your law books, nor by washing the foreheads of your judges, though you pour the sea upon them. And if it is the despot you would dethrone, see first that his throne erected within you is destroyed. For how can a tyrant rule the free and the proud, but for a tyranny in their own freedom and a shame in their own in their one pride? And if it is a care you would cast off, that care has been chosen by you rather than imposed upon you. And if it is a fear you would dispel, the seat of that fear is in your heart and not in the hand of the feared. 
Verily, all things move within your being in a constant half-embrace, the desired and the dreaded, the repugnant and the cherished, the pursued and that which you would escape. These things move within you as lights and shadows and pairs that cling. And when the shadow fades and is no more, the light that lingers becomes a shadow to another light. And thus your freedom, when it loses its fetters, becomes itself the fetter of a greater freedom. Boy, that is just so powerful. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about this thing called freedom. And you'll hear it said all the time, freedom isn't free. It costs people a lot. You know, I think a lot of times I hear people say, well, Christianity is just too easy. It's just too easy. I'm just just supposed to believe on Jesus Christ, that he was the Son of God, that he lived a perfect life, uh, was crucified, and then rose again three days later. You tell me, if I believe that, I have eternal life. And said, yes. But that just seems so easy, so simple. And, yeah, for us it was. But I always like to say for Christ, uh, it was very costly. And that's why I love this next poem. Because freedom has a cost. It's never free. This is by James Grings. It says, They tell me freedom is never free. I know that. More than most realize. Freedom costs us more than we should have to give. Freedom costs us blood. It costs us the lives of our fathers, our sons, our brothers. But while freedom is never free, remember, it has been bought at a great price. And so is a thing of great value. We must defend it from those who would take it away. The defense of our freedoms will cost us more than we wish to pay. But we must pay to defend. For if we try to make freedom free, we forget true freedom is never free. You know, it's so powerful because if you think about it, we get wrapped up into our freedoms, especially as Americans. We really do get wrapped up in our freedoms. Matter of fact, I was looking at the survey. Uh, it says, uh, this is from the Pew Research Center. It says, not everyone views freedom the same. According to a survey of 38 nations by the Pew Research Center, the vast majority of people believe that living in a country with religious freedom, a free press, free speech, and competitive elections is important. But which of the principles are valued as very important varies both regionally and nationally. And so here's this list, and they identify six freedoms. Uh, it says democratic principles valued highly. How important is it that blank in our country? Okay. And so then the, the six questions are, can uh, people can practice their religion freely? That women have the same right as men? That honest elections are held regularly with choice of at least two parties? That people can say what they want without state or government censorship? That the media can report news without state or government censorship? People can use the internet without state or government censorship? So those are the, the six questions, I think, that were posed to them. Citizens were asked how important they found freedom of religion, women's rights, open elections, and various forms of freedom of speech. In Europe, women's rights and free elections were considered very important, while feelings were mixed regarding freedom of religion. Matter of fact, less than 60% of citizens in France, Spain, and Poland considered freedom of religion to be very important. The United States was the most liberal nation, with respondents placing high importance on all categories. On a wider scale, the most important right was deemed around the world to be religious freedom, with a global medium of 74%. Support for women's rights was strong throughout Europe, the U.S., and South America, 
but was given less importance to other regions, bringing the global median down to just 64%. Global support for freedom of speech barely made it. So ladies and gentlemen, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about what freedom is and what freedom isn't. Here's Here's what a pastor pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. We all want to lead healthier lives, and Natural Awakenings Magazine helps you do just that. As the greenest and healthiest magazine in the metro, Natural Awakenings brings you the latest information about health and wellness. You'll find articles on healthy homes as well, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in over 300 locations throughout the metro, and it's free. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about freedom is. You know, what is this thing called freedom? We're so wrapped up to it. Today is uh, July 4th, Independence Day, where we celebrate our freedom. Uh, And, you know, it's an interesting word because it is a nominalization. It is one of those things that you cannot put in a wheelbarrow. 
And today, as we're talking about freedom, uh, at some point I'm going to go into a discussion about this gentleman by the name of Titler. Uh, he talked a lot about freedom, and I want to get to share with you what's called the Titler Cycle. I also want to make sure today, before we end this show, that I go over with you what I believe is the greatest freedom. You know, I used to be very politically active. I'm not anymore, but uh, very emotionally and uh, intellectually active with, you know, tens of thousands of people. And I really want to make sure that before you leave this uh, radio show today, that you have what I feel without a doubt, there's nothing even close to it, is by far the greatest freedom that every single human being possesses. And this one freedom uh, does not come from any government. This one freedom does not have to be given to you at all. This one freedom is something that every single human being possesses, no matter what country, no matter what political system, no matter slave or free man, no matter Jew or Greek, no matter white or black, no, no matter man or woman, uh, the greatest freedom. And that you'll have to hold on to segment four. But as we're talking about freedom, I want you to know if you miss any of this radio show, you have lots of freedoms, lots of different ways you can listen to the rest of the radio show. Find out what you miss. First of all, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com. That's pretty simple. Uh, likeitmattersradio.com. We have this message and archive messages for about four or five months. Uh, on the good news, if you go to iHeartRadio, because of our connection to Minneapolis, if you go to iHeartRadio every Monday through Friday, from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can hear this show. All you got to do is search on iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio 1570. It's based out of Minneapolis. Uh, there you will find us. But we are in local markets as well. Uh, we're in the local uh, Minneapolis market, AM 1570. Just turn the AM dial. We're part of Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Uh, that's where you can listen to us there, AM 1570. Uh, you can also listen in St. Louis. Every evening, 7 to 8 p.m., we're on 95.1 FM Praise. And our newest affiliate, Richmond, Virginia, AM 1290 and FM 103.3 WDZY. So honored to be a part of the Richmond affiliate there. Uh, and uh, we play from 6 to 7 p.m. You can like us on Facebook. And you can see our daily uh, show, what they're about. And you can go to iTunes Radio. And you can actually subscribe to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. And there we will be. So today we are talking about freedom. And what is this thing called freedom? There are lots of different definitions, lots of different sayings. What is freedom? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? It is your ability, freedom, to have control over certain things. In our, in our essence, really, that is what freedom is, the ability to have control. And I know there's a lot of people that think, boy, if they just had a different spouse, if they just had a different spouse, they could have some freedom, they could have some happiness. So I remember a story about a judge was interviewing a woman regarding her pending divorce and asked, what are the grounds for your divorce? She replied, about four acres and a nice little home in the middle of the property with a stream running by. No, he said. I mean, what is the foundation of this case? It's made of concrete, brick, and mortar, she responded. I mean, he continued, what are your relations like? I have an aunt and an uncle living here in town, and so do my husband's parents, he said. Do you have a real grudge? No, she replied. We have a two-car carport and have never really needed one. Please, he tried again, is there any infidelity in your marriage? Yes, both my son and daughter have stereo sets. We don't necessarily like the music, but the answer to your question is yes. Ma'am, 
Does your husband ever beat you up? Yes, she responded. About twice a week, he gets up earlier than I do. Finally, in frustration, the judge asked, Lady, why do you want a divorce? Oh, I don't want a divorce, she replied. I've never wanted a divorce. My husband does. He says he can't communicate with me. (laughs) You know, there's a divorce that's going to have some interesting things, but probably not the exact outcome that you were looking for. So that's the key. What is this term called freedom? And that's what we got to find because remember, some words have multiple meanings. So freedom. I got this from an article I was reading, what's more important, freedom, justice, happiness, or truth? And it says, my intuitive answer to this question was that freedom is the most important of the four, followed by truth, justice, and happiness. Having reflected on on this, I found myself following the intertwining threads of my enlightenment to the conclusion that freedom remains at the top of my list. It is my contention that freedom makes it possible to find the truth, create a just society, and therefore increase happiness. My argument is based on the definition of freedom. This is all that to get to this point. As autonomy, which is the liberty of persons to have agency in their own lives. That's incredible. The liberty of persons to have agency in their own lives. And by the way, agency is the capacity, condition, or state of acting or of exerting power. Agency is a person or thing through which power is exerted or an end is achieved. So the liberty of persons to have agency, which is to have control in their own lives. And that, in essence, is truly what we are talking about. That is freedom. And so the freedoms that are most important to you could be a little bit different to somebody else. And so I shared with you this research from Pew Research Center. And it is very interesting on this research what they did because uh, as I look at this list, and what they did is they asked people in 38 different countries, uh, values, things that are very important, People can practice their own religion freely. Women have the same rights as men. Uh, Honest elections are held regularly with choice of at least two parties. People can say what they want without censorship. The media can report news without censorship. People can use the Internet without censorship. So those are the six questions. And it's interesting because in America you can see the value that we place on freedom because the lowest one that any of them got was 67%. So they're all 67% or higher. And only two, 67% is for uh, the media can report news without censorship. 69% people can use the internet without censorship. Those are the top two. Uh, I mean, the bottom of the six. And everything else is 70 or above. With women having the same rights as men, the highest at 91%. It's interesting. Every single one of them, the lowest was 67 to 91 Now, why I bring that up is because many countries have nothing over 50. Uh, Interesting, in the Middle East, Turkey and Jordan, the highest one that either one of them has is 57% about religious freedom, 57%. Everything else is below that. Matter of fact, the only other one that hit 50% or higher, and these were both at 50%, was honest elections are held regularly. Everything else is below 50%. How about Japan? The lowest in Japan, remember, they, are, uh, they don't believe in God as a country. Only 24% have religious liberty as an important one. 
and then uh, women having the same rights, and honest elections are at 60%. Everything else is below 60 In Russia, the only thing that got 60% was freedom of religion. Everything else is below that. Women having the same rights, 58%. Honest elections are held regularly, 57%. And everything else is below 50%. I just find it fascinating that we can be, uh, you know, human beings and all creations of God, and yet we can respond so differently by what we think is important. What are these freedoms? Today we're celebrating Independence Day freedoms. And whenever we're talking about freedom, there are always two questions, freedom to do what and freedom from what. Remember, neuroassociative conditioning is that there's always two driving forces in life. There's desire for for pleasure, you're moving towards something, or there's the avoidance of pain, where you're moving away from something. you got to get this. And so I was reading uh, FineLaw.com, is a very popular legal information website, and in FineLaw.com asked 1,000 American adults to rank the rights enumerated in the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights in order of importance, Okay. So they put the number one was freedom of speech, 30% put that number one. Uh, number two, due process rights, 20% put that number two. Um, number three, uh, right to keep and bear arms, 12%. Uh, free exercise of religion, 11%. Voting rights, 10%. Uh, protection against cruel and unusual punishment, 6%. Protection against unreasonable search and seizures, 5%. Criminal trial rights, 4%. Freedom of the press, 2%. So these are the percentage of people who put that as the number one right, the number one right. Freedom of speech was one out of three people put it as the number one right. Due process rights, one out of five put it as the number one right. And again, this is a law website. So it's interesting because today as we talk about this freedom, what is this freedom? What do we do with freedom? Why do Americans, are we so wrapped up in freedom? And honestly, if you want to talk about freedom in America, I think you go to two sources to really find out what we feel about freedom. Number one is, is the founding fathers, the writers of the Constitution, the writers of the Declaration of Independence. And the second one is God. And so after the break, we're going to go to this man by the name of Titler. Titler wrote a cycle about what all democracies go through. It's a great pattern. It's a great process. I think you'll really enjoy it. I want to share it with you because a lot of people have never seen what's called the Titler cycle. But it starts from bondage, and it goes all the way around. I think it's nine steps right back to bondage. And today I want to extrapolate that out further. What about us? There are times in our life where we feel more free. There are times in our life where we're closer to God. There are times in our life where we're closer to our spouse. And so we want to take a look at what is the difference and what does our freedom have to do with where we are in relation to those things that are so important to us. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas 
so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org, pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, it is July 4th, and today we are celebrating Independence Day. So I thought that we would cover a simple topic on Like It Matters Radio called Freedom Is. You know, whenever we talk about freedom, we always got to pose a deeper question. Freedom from what? And freedom to do what? You know, I want you to think about it. You know, I've been talking about all these freedoms. You know, freedom of religion. Uh, freedom uh, to, to choose. You know, we, we all talk about what freedoms are most important. Today, in the political arena, it seems like the, the, the freedom for a woman to get an abortion is the most important thing. The freedom for people to have sex with whoever they want to have sex with seems to be a really important thing. Um, the freedom to, to, to worship your God uh, has always been a really important thing. But, you know, you start to realize that these freedoms start competing. Because when do my freedoms hinge on somebody else? You know, freedom from uh, uh, these safe spaces, you know, or freedom from a uh, dis- uh, disparaging point of view or a different point of view. But when someone else's freedom becomes the lack of your freedoms, we get so wrapped up in this word 
called freedom. So I thought we would pose the question today, freedom is. And I want to talk about this guy, um, Alexander Fraser Titler. Lord Woodhousely Fraser uh, was a Scottish advocate, judge, writer, and historian who served as professor of universal history in Greek and Roman antiquities at the University of Edinburgh. Uh, Titler was born in Edinburgh, the oldest son of William Titler uh, of Woodhousely uh, and his wife Anne Craig of Costerton. Must have been a fancy schmancy dude there if you think about it. Titler, uh, in 1780, he was appointed Joint Professor of Civil History at Edinburgh University. In 1790, he became Judge Advocate of Scotland. In 1802, he became a Lord of Session in the Scottish Courts with the judicial title Lord Woodhousely. Titler's other positions included Senator of the College of Justice and George Commissioner of Judiciary in Scotland. Titler was a friend of Robert Burns and prevailed upon him to remove lines from his poem, Tam O'Shanter, which were insulting to the legal and clerical professions. Why you need to know about Titler? Because Titler displayed the cynical view of democracy in general and representative democracy such as republics in particular. He believed that a pure democracy is a chimera uh, and that all government is essentially of the nature of a monarchy. So he has this thing called the Titler cycle. There's so much I've uh, put together about him, but uh, has a lot of interesting quotes. While man is being instigated by the love of power, a passion visible in an infant and common to us even with the inferior animals, he will seek personal superiority in preference to every matter of general concern. So the whole concept of communism, you know, pure communism, if you read a book on it, sounds pretty good. But supposedly we've never seen it, you know, because people want power. A lot of what you see around the world as, quote, communism is a police state. It's the transition from whatever form of government they had into what was eventually going to become communism. Again, I'm just telling you textbook-wise. And so they say you've never really seen pure communism because people that have power in the transition never want to give it up. And then he goes on to say, uh, or at best, he will employ himself in advancing the public good as the means of individual distinction and elevation. He will promote the interests of the state from a selfish but most useful passion of making himself considerable in that establishment which he labors to aggrandize. Such is the true picture of man as, as a political agent. I truly believe that people go to Washington, D.C. to do some good. I really do believe that. The problem is the system is so corrupted that absolute power corrupts absolutely. And people start thinking they know better than everybody else. Whether you're talking about Obama, where he always lectured us, or or Donald Trump, where he's telling us he knows what's right even though we don't agree with him. Right? We get these people in power that say, I'm looking out for your freedom as they take away our freedom to decide. And so Titler had a great pattern. So here's one of the great patterns I love to study. It's in a theory developed by this guy, Titler. And what he says is that there's a cycle that every democracy goes through. And he said that the cycle starts out with the society in bondage. But then it starts building. So he says it goes from bondage to spiritual faith. From spiritual faith to courage. From courage to liberty. From liberty to abundance. From abundance to selfishness. From selfishness to complacency from complacency to apathy, 
from apathy to dependence, and then starting all over with bondage. And there's an article entitled An American Tragedy, dated 12-1608 by James Quinn, a financial writer and senior director of strategic planning uh, for a major university. And he goes in the Titler cycle and goes through American history. And he lays out how the pattern has played out in America up until now. And Quinn has this to say. He says, the following quote attributed to Scottish history professor Alexander Titler in 1787 seems to portray an accurate reflection of what has occurred during our 200 years of existence as a democracy. Quote, a democracy is always temporary in nature. It simply cannot exist as a permanent form of government. A democracy will continue to exist upon uh, exist up until the time that voters discover that they can vote for themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. I believe that's a quote from uh, Thomas Jefferson or uh, uh, one of the other founding fathers. So it says again, a democracy will continue to exist up until the time that voters discover that they can vote themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for the candidates who promise the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that every democracy will finally collapse due to loose fiscal policy, which is always followed by a dictatorship. And think about it right now. Socialism is making a big comeback in America. You got Bernie Sanders and a lot of the other people. You ask a majority of millennials, uh, and they'll tell you right now that they're not a big fan of capitalism. So the average age of the world's greatest civilizations from the beginning of history, has been about 200 years. And during those 200 years, these nations always progress to the following sequence. And he goes on, he actually breaks this down. He talks about the great American Republic. And uh, this guy, who I just mentioned, says, See, we go from, spiritual, from bondage to spiritual faith. And he put that at 1760 to 1769. Talks about King George III becomes King of England, the Currency Act, the Sugar Act, the Stamp Act, the Quartering Act, the Townsend Act, the Sons of Liberty formed by John Adams, Samuel Adams, all that happened from 1760 to 1769. And then he says we go, went from spiritual faith to great courage from 1770 to 1783. And he identifies things like the Boston Massacre, the Boston Tea Party, a Parliament passes the Tea Act. Uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill, uh, Revolutionary War rages for six years, the British surrender at Yorktown. goes through a lot of different things. And if you want this, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com, and I'll send this over to you. You can probably Google it, too, and find it. Um, <clears throat> and then he said, from courage to liberty. He put that out in 1784 to 1865. That's a big chunk. It's a huge chunk. That's like 80 years. And he goes... Uh, Constitutional Convention, the Constitution ratified by 13 states. Uh, George Washington was elected in that time frame. Bill of Rights passed. Uh, Louisiana Purchase. He goes through a lot of things. U.S.-Mexican War, California Gold Rush, the Dred Scott decision. Uh, Abraham Lincoln elected president. Uh, Civil War raged on for four years. The Union's restored. 13th Amendment abolishes slavery. And so all that was good. Then he goes from, from liberty to abundance. And that, again, there's a 100-year time frame, which is good. This is a big chunk. This is a lot of the greatness in our country from 1866 to 1969. Boy, talk about what happened in our country in that 100 years. That was massive. The Civil Rights Act of 1866, 
Uh, Transcontinental Railroad was built. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell invents the telephone, the Industrial Revolution. Uh, U.S. Steel founded. Omega General Electric founded. Spanish-American War. Uh, of course, we got the automobile in that time frame. Uh, World War One, World War Two, the Holocaust, the Great Depression. Uh, um, the Golden Gate Bridge was completed. We had FDR in that time frame. You know the the New Deal. Lots of wars: Korean War, the Cold War, the Vietnam War. Oh my gosh! Uh, Kennedy was assassinated. King was assassinated. There was a lot that happened in that time frame that we were working into abundance. And then he says we go from abundance to complacency. And he put that from 1970 to 1989. And that makes interesting because I always thought that 80s were some of the greatest time. But I think what happened was we got complacent. And he goes from abundancy to complacency. He put Roe v. Wade, oil embargo, Ronald Reagan elected, Nixon resigns in disgrace, uh, military buildup, fall of Soviet Union. And then he goes from 1990 to 2000, we go from complacency to apathy. And again, he lists the goal four, Bill Clinton elected, stock market down, gridlock uh, really starts building, uh, President Clinton acquitted impeachment trial, uh, we start having budget surpluses in that time frame. And then he put from apathy to dependence from 2001 to 2007. George Bush was elected president and the 9-11 attacks happened immediately. And again, notice how we're afraid, when we're afraid to lose our freedoms, we give up our freedoms, which brings us to dependence. And you know where dependence always leads to? It has to. Just think of the word. You're dependent. When you stay at, live with your parents till you're 37 years old, 35 years old, you're dependent on them. They get to tell you how to live in their household or get out, right? And so from dependence, we always go back into bondage, something to think about from 2008 to whatever it is. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk today about the greatest freedom that we have. Because you can't control all the time who's in office. You may not like the elected official. You might not be able to, to like the system of government that you're living under. I got friends in Brazil that would love to get to here but can't. But I'm going to tell you there is one freedom, the greatest freedom that every single human being has and possesses that can never be taken away from you. And after the break, we want to cover that on Like It Matters Radio. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And if sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. You can call me Mr. Black, and today we are talking about freedom. And man, it's a great show. If you miss any show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this message and archive messages. You can also listen for the replay. Uh, We're in lots of local markets in St. Louis, in Richmond, Virginia, in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, And so there's lots of different ways you'll have to check with your local markets. But if you want to go to the national market, you can go to your little app on your phone or on your computer called iHeart. And every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replay it again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can find us and listen to us. All you have to do is search Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570. Matter of fact, if you have Alexa with your Amazon, if you go to Alexa, Alexa, play iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio 1570. It'll find it right there. You don't have to do anything. It'll find it. It'll start playing it for you. And you get to listen to it in the morning, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and replay it again from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And today we covered things about the Titler cycle, which if you want that, just email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com, and I can send this to you. So I want to launch this last segment and give you what I believe is the greatest freedom uh, of all. And I want to lead into it with a a beginning segment I had read before. I got this off of uh, Philosophy Now, I think it is, uh, philosophynow.com. It says, what's more important, freedom, justice, happiness, or truth? And it has uh, this great thing, and I'll actually do this for one of my shows in the future. But I had all these people from around the world that would address this issue. And I want to read the beginning part of this one woman's answer. She says, my intuitive answer to this question was that freedom is the most important of the four followed by truth, justice, and happiness. Having reflected on this, I have found myself following the intertwining threads of the Enlightenment 
to the conclusion that freedom remains at the top of my list. It is my contention, she says, that freedom makes it possible to find the truth, create a just society, and therefore increase happiness. My argument is based on the definition of freedom as autonomy, which is the liberty of persons to have agency in their own lives. And again, agency is defined as the capacity, condition, or state of acting or exerting power. It is defined as a person or thing through which power is exerted or an end is achieved. So in other words, she's saying freedom is the liberty, again, is the freedom of persons to have control in their own lives. And by the way, it's interesting, this article, what's more important, freedom, justice, happiness, truth, they're all nominalizations. Even though we know there is truth, you cannot put truth in a wheelbarrow. Uh, And the sad part is no one responds to reality. No one really responds to the truth. What they respond to is their version of the truth. What they respond to is their map of reality. I heard it was in Thailand or uh, Pakistan. I don't remember. I'm sorry if I'm disparaging a country. Uh, And this uh, 11-year-old girl was raped, I think it was, by two men. And they want to push through. They they want to be killed that these two men should be the death penalty immediately. And most of us would agree with that. But some people would say, well, that's not freedom. That's not freedom at all. You know, so we can have our our different things of what we think is freedom. To some people, freedom uh, means that you can abort a baby. To some people, freedom means that you can yell fire in a crowded building. To some, freedom means that you have a right to carry a gun around with you whenever you want. Freedom means that uh, if you're a woman, that you can abort a child inside your body until you give birth to it. I mean, so see how this word freedom can have lots of different, lots of different meanings. And the founding fathers, oh my gosh, uh, had lots of different uh, versions. Matter of fact, you probably know this from Patrick Henry. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains of sla- and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death, right? Patrick Henry, the Rough Rider or the original Rough Rider. I think it was uh, Teddy Roosevelt that became the Rough Rider. You know, when the British are coming, the British are coming. That's a rough ride, brother. Thomas Jefferson said the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Thomas Paine said we, what we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness that only only that gives everything its value. Heaven knows how to put a proper price upon its goods, and it would be strange indeed if so celestial an article as freedom should not be highly rated. Mm. Samuel Adams put this way, If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animating contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsels or your arms, Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains set lightly upon you. And may posterity forget that you were our countrymen. Wow. And Ben Franklin said this, When the people find that they can vote themselves money, that will herald the end of the republic. Amen. When you can actually figure out that you can vote at the treasury, boy, you have a guaranteed supporter. Right? When you know that uh, if I vote for you... Because uh, you give me money, uh, I'm set. And today I want to talk about the greatest freedom there is. And I want to bring Dr. Viktor Frankl in. He says, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. And that truly is the greatest freedom that each and every one of us has. 
The greatest freedom is to control our thoughts. The greatest freedom is freedom of thought. Charles Swindoll, one of my favorite quotes, he said this, The longer I live, the more more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why I love transactional analysis. Dr. Eric Byrne, the father of transactional analysis, in the 60s wrote a book called The Games People Play. And what he did is he took um, the complex field of psychology and put it into layman's terms. And one of the most freeing things I've ever experienced is a simple chart that there's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate response because the stimulus and response together, that is what's called a transaction. That is a communication. That technically is what communication takes place. Remember the old dial-ups. When you dialed up, you do a, you dial in that number, you go do, and then go dee. And when it did that high pitch, dee, then you know it was connecting. A transaction had taken place that you were connecting. That's what transactional analysis is. So there's a stimulus and a response. Someone says something or does something, and then you say something or do something back or feel something. And that's what's called a transaction. But you got to get this. The mind is six times faster than we can talk. So you're made this way. You're made this way. So what happens after someone says something or does something, you automatically go into your three channels. Everybody has these modalities. There are three learning styles. We learn by seeing, visual. We learn by hearing, auditory. Or we learn by kinesthetic, hands-on, interacting, and or emotional. And those are the three channels that every single human being has. And life is experienced in the sub-modalities. Each one of those is a modality where you process visually, process auditorily, process through doing or through feelings, kinesthetically. But each one of those manifests itself in your mind in different ways. The visual uh, field can manifest itself in pictures, in color, or black and white, moving pictures, still pictures, slideshows. They can be in focus, out of focus. The auditory field presents itself in location, in stereo or mono, sometimes in emotion uh, versus auditory digital versus words. The kinesthetic feel with sensations and heat and pressure and different pains and different things standing out uh, versus other things. But you got to get this. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is our mind thinks six times faster than we can uh, talk. And so we automatically go to what we know. The Bible says the dog returns to its vomit. We have these CDs, these records that are playing over and over, these programs And as soon as we come upon a problem, we automatically go to what we know. You work unconsciously. Dr. Viktor Frankl spent years in Auschwitz, and he wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning, which I would highly recommend. You talk about our freedom, and that book ends with this sobering statement. Since Auschwitz, we know what man is capable of. Since Hiroshima, we know what's at stake. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what I'm going to tell you, the importance of controlling your thoughts. Nobody else can dictate how you think. We need to take control of our thoughts. We need to take control of a retort. 
That's why this radio show is a must. That's why this is a calling. We need to be on every radio station across this country. We need to teach people to change their thinking. If we're going to change this world, if we want some true freedom, then we're going to have to change our thinking. When Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross, he said three things. The first one was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Help me help you take freedom under control. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services, so your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDI's three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.